0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Alexander Kwan joins us from globalnews.ca in, uh, in, in Nova Scotia. And uh, Alex, thank you for, for the time. Uh, watching the, the virtual vigil last night was just absolutely uh, hugely emotional and it just it connected on so many levels. Um, what was it like in Nova Scotia?
1: I, I think it was, uh, you know, a, an exceptionally unifying moment for for a lot of Nova Scotians. Uh, I mean, obviously, with the COVID-19 restrictions, uh, many people aren't allowed to see their friends or their family. And I think this was a moment uh, where people felt united and, and, and could come together after such a, a tragic event uh, this past weekend. <laughs>
0: We feel like we've gotten to know, and I mentioned this to Tom Stamatakis, the president of the Canadian Police Association a few minutes ago. We feel in many cases like we've gotten to know the victims of Wardman, and they are in so many ways all of us. They are Canadians like like you, like me, like millions and millions of others. Um, and good people. And uh, we're finding out about who they are and uh, through their surviving uh, loved ones, would you speak to that, please, as you as you hear from Nova Scotians about uh, the, the the victims like, you know, Heidi Stevenson, who, Constable Stevenson, who had a more beautiful smile than uh, than the RCMP officer and, and Constable Morrison, who was essentially ambushed by uh, by Wardman. Uh, fortunately, he's he wasn't he didn't lose his life. But but as you find out about the victims, the uh, speak to that, please.
1: I mean, I think that the the province, uh, and especially up in that area around port au it's it's uh, it's a tight knit community. Um, and I think for the people in the immediate area around port au peak I think it uh, it's uh, it was something that uh, you know uh, hit them pretty directly. Uh, but I think for many of Nova Scotians, you know, across the province, I think getting to know who uh, lost their lives uh, this past weekend. I think is uh, something that brought them together. I think, and and especially uh, emotionally uh, connected with with people. Uh, uh, for instance, Constable Stevenson. Uh, she was a uh, a point person for the RCMP here in Nova Scotia. She she worked with a lot of uh, media. So many of the media who are reporting on the story knew her fairly well. Uh, she she was known as like a, as a very kind person, uh, and I think that that shows in the in the, the level of of uh, ceremony that, that many people are are uh, marking her death with.
0: Mm-hmm. I spent a fair bit of time in Nova Scotia and uh, was always uh, just taken by the friendliness and the openness of Atlantic Canadians, and I realized that that has a lot to do with an interdependence over many, many years, decades, centuries, uh, being uh, reliant uh, on the sea f- and, and, and the real communal sense developed across the province. Do you have any fear, any concern that there could be a long-term impact on that friendly openness uh, of Atlantic Canadians through this horrific act?
1: I think a lot of Nova Scotians are, are on edge right now. I think they're concerned. I think they're they're frightened and, and, and shocked. But I, I also think that this is something that won't change the, the friendly nature of, of Nova Scotians and, and Atlantic Canadians in general. I think that this will help people, you know, this will bring people together. This will make people closer. Uh, this is a tragedy, but it's also something that is, Uniting, uh, you know, that unites many people in, in this province.
0: Yeah, I, I was just as you were speaking, I was thinking the fact that there is such a sense of unity among Nova Scotians, among Atlantic Canadians, that ultimately may be a great help for them. I remember driving, uh, driving up to Chester to get some Timmy's coffee one morning and going driving back to the house I was at and stopping for gas and, uh, and talking to the uh, fellow who was filling up my car, and we had a, quite a conversation. And then all of a sudden, he said, he pointed my Ontario plate, and he said, "If you were in Ontario, you wouldn't be standing here talking to me right now. You would have been long gone, wouldn't you?" And I said, "Absolutely." And it's just he said, "When you come here, it's a more relaxed, more friendly, um, just approach to life," and and very much so. Uh, one of the questions, or it's the burning question that's being asked, and I'd like you to address that for us, please is um, why no emergency broadcast province-wide called by the RCMP? That's been talked about so much. How much of a focus it is it still today?
1: I think it's actually something that is uh, emer- it, it's something that it was discussed yesterday, and I think it's, it's emerged uh, overnight here in Nova Scotia. Uh, there was reports of a... Uh, a shots fired last night in nova scotia Mm uh and the rcmp did send out a a notification a push alert uh you know and i think a lot of people were talking about how they wish they'd received a notice like that this past weekend when when the shooting occurred yeah but i guess for now you know there's not there's not a a good answer uh Necessarily from the RCMP on why why uh, the alert wasn't used. Uh, they said they were in the process of, of writing it and and you know in, uh, going to send it out when when uh, the gunman was killed on Sunday. So, but there's still a lot of answer a lot of questions about why it wasn't being used for that those 12 hours that this this uh, this spree occurred.
0: Mm-hmm. Alex, uh, top of the next hour, I'm going to be speaking with uh, Professor Archie Kaiser, criminal law professor at Dalhousie University, and he's calling for a full public inquiry saying, I agree with him, uh, that that just a police investigation isn't enough. There has to be a public inquiry. Is there a sense in Nova Scotia that uh, this is what we want, this is what we need, a full public inquiry, into what went on?
1: I think that a lot of people still have questions about what, happened uh there is that we've been provided a timeline but i think that so many people still don't understand what could have caused this how this happened that i think a, a public inquiry is something that is uh you know greatly wanted by by the majority of the population here
0: is the issue of gun ownership being raised at all we know that he wasn't you know he didn't have a license to own firearms but is is gun ownership an issue of conversation
1: I don't think at the moment. I think many of the people uh, in Nova Scotia are, are focused on, on mourning. Uh, I, I think that may become a topic uh, further down the line, possibly. But I believe right now, especially less than a week uh, since the incident occurred, I think a lot of people were just trying to process what happened and losing 22 lives.
0: Yeah. Still just absolute another utter shock. What are questions that you would like to have answered? What's top of the mind like for you? Know,
1: for me, I would like to know uh, why a, a alert wasn't issued, uh, a notification wasn't wasn't used by RCMP uh, earlier. I want. I would also like to know. Uh, you know, I, I think that it's it's hard to understand why this happened, but I think many people want want to to know what could have caused. Uh, someone to to shoot 22 people, I think that that is something that uh, many people still want to know.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.